Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, Fight Club editor. Fight Club, but we don't talk about it no. in this podcast. Are you, are you Tyler Durden? Not like oh. the disestablishment metaphorical Fight Club. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We, can, we can talk about this one. I double-checked the charters before I came on today, um, oh. and they gave me big thumbs up. So what is your first rule of that Fight Club? Uh, slay zombies. Mm, Don't okay. die. Don't get eaten. <laughs> Don't get dying lighted. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we will talk about that Fight Club later in this episode. We're going to talk about the Dying Light Two DLC, and we're also going to talk about some little known indie gem, God of War Ragnarok, because we've been playing a lot of that too here on the show. But first, yeah, let's I get actually into played it. a new game, guys. Yeah, I'm proud of I've you. I've been playing a new game. I'm I'm proud of you. Finally, you took some time away from Fortnite. <laughs> Well, just watching Fortnite streams, not actually. Well, no, because yeah. Otten, Otten was done playing as Kratos in in Fortnite and went, yeah. oh, guys, did you know they made a standalone <laughs> game? Crazy. Yeah, this, yeah, this, like, yeah, this Fortnite spinoff is pretty Finally, Kratos good. is getting his big break yeah. in 2022. <laughs> Wait till you discover Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, man. That's going to be a game changer for you. Oh, I know all about Goku. Kamiyamama? Kamiyamama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i forgot about that yeah, yeah. Kratos i will never very, forget kratos is a very good goku okay yes he's a good goku yeah kratos is greek by way of norse goku who's a better dad goku or kratos i mean it's kratos it's kratos goku is a negligent most literally a dead beat dad Yes. Yeah. Several times I mean, that's over. A, that's a large plot point in the latest movie. Is oh. that Piccolo has always been the better father to go? On. Piccolo's the dad. <laughs> anyway, Kratos oh, is so, good. Yeah, Kratos is pretty good. Um, Final Fantasy 16 is coming to PlayStation 5 and only to PlayStation 5 for the first six months of its release. Uh, Xbox fans <laughs> are in shambles and sad about it. Uh, this has been recent news that came out last week where, I mean, it's not that surprising, like Otten had mentioned, because what, 7 Remake was an exclusive for like a year? I'll say it was a year. Well, yeah. 7 Remake yeah, still is on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, it's it was an epic exclusive for a while after that. Like for PC, it was epic <laughs> exclusive and then came to Steam, if I remember my 7 right. Remake. Right. Yeah. Yes, if you yeah. remember the lore of, of 7 Remake yeah which i mean this is kind of a shift because if i remember right 13 was the first that was like playstation and xbox simultaneous uh -huh. 15 was the same it didn't come to pc until a little later but 15 was playstation and xbox same time mm -hmm. and now i mean 14 was you know pc for a while well, sony's got to do something as the monopolistic Microsoft continues doing what they're doing with the industry <laughs> right they got yeah. the little guys got to fight back somehow yeah, Xbox has Modern Warfare 2, 2. PlayStation has Final Fantasy 16. For six months. The overlap there cannot be cannot be yeah. understated. Yeah. Well, my favorite part of Final Fantasy is when you get the tactical nuke kill streak. That's right. Well, you know, my, that's, my favorite isn't part that of Final Fantasy is Bahamut? The... Like... It's Bahamut, yeah. 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 <laughs> you, have to, you have to go on Final a... Fantasy is when you get to put on the, the cup noodles hat and run around mm, killing beautiful. enemies like that. Perfect, yeah. Beautiful. You have to go on a 70-hour kill streak to get your Bahamut, because that's how oh long God. these games are. Um, 
but yeah, I guess it's not surprising, right, to hear this news about Final Fantasy 16. How's everyone feeling about the exclusivity or stretch as a resident Game Pass man? Are you? Yes, Game angry? Pass expert. I mean, um, you know, when it comes out, I'll play it. You know, if it's going to hit PS5 six months earlier, I'll probably play it on my PS5. Mm. Um, it just, uh, you kind of brought it up as well that the multi platform trajectory with Square Enix has been so weird that you could definitely tell you know mm -hmm. uh, with a series that started on nintendo consoles and went to playstation consoles at the jump to 64-bit and 3d graphics to then go multi-plat to you know now definitely sony is is you know lending them lending them their credit card right. <laughs> to help development costs which is like yeah i guess if the games if the games need that additional fun to look as hyper-realistic anime hot boy as possible cool hopefully this one will have another banging florence in the machine cover to start off <laughs> <laughs> while they like um, push a carriage but yeah we'll we'll see what that exclusivity is how long that actually extends what that will actually broach onto because you know as we as we said what we've had you know when when final fantasy 7 released it released on three discs we have now had Final Fantasy VII Remake release three times mm -hmm. on different platforms. Um, fuck knows where the Xbox version is. Um, but I, I, I'm assuming that it's going to come at some point. And if not, then that just seems weird. Yeah. yeah I wish it, it would do PS5 and PC at the same time. But I think I, for Sony, they want to bring in money for their console. Yeah, yeah, so they want you to buy the buy the. I mean, it, I've said it before. I think a lot of people say Sony is the apple of gaming, right? They want you yeah. entirely in their ecosystem as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's all. But, all their businesses decisions. But do the that. difference is their ecosystem is not as cohesive as Apple's. No, is. that's the that's, that's not the problem. The the, the, pro, uh, the problem, like if Microsoft had that same mentality, they would have a much higher success rate. I think because like stuff like Game Pass and the other like consumer. Uh, benefits that go with being in their ecosystem are way fucking better. <laughs> I think yeah. I think that's the funnier part about Xbox's approach is that instead of, you know, Sony has like their bubble that is the PlayStation and they want to drag as much into that bubble as possible. Whereas Xbox is like, well, our bubble's this size and we've got PC over there. Why don't we just like widen our bubble? Mm -hmm. um, it's a difference of approach. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the problem is it's a mentality thing. It's, you know, they're so focused on their area. They're missing some yeah. really great opportunities. Well, I mean, they've always like, we've got the prestige stuff. Like, mm -hmm. and uh, nobody, I think, can argue that Sony's had a much better, better run of games released than Xbox mm -hmm. has in a very long time. And yeah. that's exactly, they're like, well, if they can't fight us on that, then what's the point? I mean, if they always had the better games, then that's kind of Sony's thing is... Yeah, can't do anything about it. That's kind of uh, that's been a funny thing to watch with all of this FTC stuff as well. How you know it's so it's so clear how Sony is fighting this. We are premium. We're selling the most consoles. Our games are rated the highest. You know, you want to be on our platform. And Xbox is like, well, we don't really measure by console sold anymore. Which obviously they're also saying because they're well well. Yeah. well behind if in they were sales. way ahead they would be talking about it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes if they were close they would be talking yes, about they it would. um 
but it's just yeah. the changing changing the game they're you know sony looked over oh sorry microsoft looked over it and saw what nintendo was doing i was like hey that seems like there's less pressure over there yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's worth noting too that even after the six-month exclusivity i don't think it's guaranteed that we're going to see 16 on xbox consoles right like by yeah, bet we'll there's a higher chance it'll on epic first <laughs> <laughs> and then steam maybe mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if by this time, well, so this time next year is a, like around the time we'll probably have Final Fantasy 16, right? Because it's projected for a summer 2023 release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm willing to bet maybe it might not hit that. Or if it does, it'd be like late summer, right? Yeah. And then we won't see a PC release till what, 2024? Maybe like early 2024? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And probably still nothing on Xbox, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, uh, we won't have Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox, Xbox. by then. Um, we will have Crisis Core, though, because yeah. why the fuck not? But that'll also be on Switch, so I don't know what's going to do it all. <laughs> yeah, it's a simultaneous release, right? Like, on yeah, all it's simultaneously it's on everything. Uh, the Switch in there is like, what the well, fuck are you doing, bro? They're, they're thinking is like, well, this was a mobile game. I mean, not a mobile, a handheld game. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. got to come out on a handheld, right? Like, is that what it was? Like, people are used to playing this on handheld. Right. They got to play it on the train. I don't know. It's, uh, they're weird. And then there's all those rumors of Sony wanting to buy Square anyway, mm. supposedly. But I mean, there's Sony wants to buy everybody, if you ask, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. That's I'm, true. I'm sure the, I'm sure that both sides are waiting with bated breath to see what happens with the, Act of Blizzard thing. Yeah. I would I think, they would assume that they would probably push for it pretty hard. Yeah. Sony, that is. I'm I'm sure yeah. if Sony started making multi-million billion dollar deals for Square Enix in the middle of saying, Oh, I am so small and I have no money yeah. that uh <laughs> that it would probably change the conversation. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's 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 comparing apples and oranges in a way, right? Like Final Fantasy is probably one of the biggest JRPGs out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it makes as much money as Warzone. Not even no. close. Not oh, even yeah, close. For sure. No. But then, you know, is is the person on the whatever ethics board, financial wizard, going to know the difference between a Final Fantasy or a Call of Duty kind of thing? Well, I mean, it, are they really going to be talking about as much as Call of Duty's made the headlines? Like, King's the real moneymaker <laughs> that comes with yeah, the Activision deal. True. Yeah, the mobile gaming market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, as a PS5 owner, am excited to see Final Fantasy 16 come out. But I'm also like, it is kind of a shame, right, that other people won't be able to experience it because then the spoilers will be out there. And then... Not your fault yeah. they chose the wrong console, okay? Yeah. Not your fault. That's... Should have released it on Ouya. We've been saying it for years. Right. Because then there'd be no spoilers out there because no one would be playing it. Oh, do we know if Crisis Core is coming to Stadia? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and as Pokemon has showed us, that leaks never happen. Yeah. So there's no way that anybody would know about the game before it comes out. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. No. I mean, I did did see one leak. I'm going to guess that Ifrit is in the game. I don't know. I've heard it in the ether. You know. Like I think, I, so. not, I think so. I'm guessing, hmm. but it's just based on the leaks I might have seen. Maybe it might be. Is that in the trailer? Yeah, I was gonna say, bro, those aren't <laughs> leaks. That's <laughs> a trailer. <laughs> yeah. What about Shiva? Is Shiva gonna be in it? 
I don't know. It seems far-fetched. Hmm. Oh, far-fetched is in Pokemon. That's true. Do you want we're, to, we're not talking about Pokemon. Pokemon again. <laughs> you, we're done with Pokemon. Stretch is, is very excited for his, his Pokemon day. I don't know what you're talking about. That's this this Friday. If anyone else, no, I'm, is I'm playing it cool. I'm playing it cool, guys. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, you can't stop thinking about Pokemon. He's uh, him and his buddies are going to be making a bunch of Totino's pizza rolls and partying all night. <laughs> you know it. That's right. Maybe partying like the college days. Actually, I, yeah. I I was the head of the the video game club in my college. Um, why does that not surprise me? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now here I am on a gaming podcast talking about video games. One of my proudest college achievements is the day that Pokemon X and Y came out. I rented out the like the one of like the auditorium rooms and just put up flyers everywhere. Like we're gonna be running Pokemon movies, ordering pizza, people just come out and play your games, whatever. We had to, <laughs> as as like movies kept playing, we got through like six or seven movies. Like we started at, you know, like eight in the morning and we went until midnight. Um, we all had to like unanimously agree, like in the group when we were all going to be taking like our breaks to like go and like obtain food and stuff because people like wanted to be playing the game, but they also wanted to keep all watching the movies together. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing, but just the fact that I was able to keep like 50 nerds hostage for oh. an entire day, it was powerful. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that like clicked mm. something in my so, brain. Um, so in I'm a way, that's, that, that's the old the convict part of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Satisfied that. So in a way, the auditorium <laughs> was kind of like a big Pokeball. Big, that no, you, it was like a big, big yeah. box system. <laughs> right, I say, yeah. yeah, it's not a Pokeball. It's a PC. That's right. You were yeah. Bill's PC. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, have, <laughs> I have very fond memories of launch day shenanigans and just playing way too much fucking Pokemon. Mm. It's going to be bad. Can, can we take a bet here on the pod? We'll regroup next next week, but yeah. how many hours do you think it'll take before Stretch puts in one of our Slack chats that he's finished Pokemon Scarlet or Violet? I'm, I'm hoping he's to beat it on the, the day of release. The day of? Day of? Day of? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Okay, so so let's say... Are you playing for 24 straight hours? <laughs> Are you just going to span through the dialogue and just run around? <laughs> um, well, because here was the thing as well. Yeah, I'm I'm also traveling part of next weekend. So mm. I like I've got to put in as much time as to? possible. Yep, he I've got to. to. Okay. But like for his soul. This is there, there is no in-betweens for Andrew oh. Stretch. It's <laughs> go extremely hard or nothing at all. Yeah, we'll it's we'll just... see. We'll see. Okay. All right. Um but yeah, no, I I do look forward to this posting dangerous dumb... behavior stretch. It starts with I Pokemon, do look forward but where to does it end? Posting updates throughout the day when I start. First Pokemon, first hundred Pokemon, Jim oh Bashes. You know where this ends, right? You're going to be playing Pokemon, and then you're going to be in the news about doing whippets in the back of a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've broken in, and you'll be back there coating whipped cream. Yo, With the switch in your other hand. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon's there. He's got his Poke Walker thing because he's like, I gotta, I've got to get in the walks or whatever. Like, Take me to my yeah. dream life. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't sleep because Pokemon Sleep isn't out yet. Empty, no. empty, ready whip. My my teeth though, my teeth are going to be 
sparkly white. <laughs> sparkly, indeed. When that Florida man news uh, post comes out, remember. But you were here first. <laughs> right. it's, it's, Florida man approaches car and throws in live alligator, yelling, Pokemon, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> In in a little more serious news, um, a huge <laughs> shift. It's a huge shift, but id Software, their whole uh, Doom Eternal music debacle. If you all remember, it was two years ago now that Doom it Eternal. Was a while. Came yeah. yeah, yeah. And the soundtrack came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, this kind of sounds bad, like produced bad." And it came out that apparently Mick Gordon did not work on the that final cut of the OST. And there was some sort of turmoil with how he was working at or with id. And then Marty Stratton released a, a long statement to Reddit that basically put all the blame on Mick Gordon, painted him to look like one of those, you know, perfectionist artist type of people. Yeah. And then Mick Gordon released a like 50 billion word uh statement on medium that was definitely looked at by a lawyer um to he had the receipts yes he rebutted all right. the claims had receipts to basically say that the people it did specifically marty were pretty shitty is, is that a legally okay term is that a legally protected term it's okay yeah. it's, uh, as long as we say that that is how he like represented the conversation in his medium post then they can't say anything about us. So say yeah. what you want. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, like apparently McGordon is, he, per his claims and per his evidence, uh, Marty Stratton put like basically really unfair deadlines and was kind of like moving the target a bunch of times to the point where like it, it makes sense that the soundtrack ended up the way it did. Like how could anyone deliver on those sorts of deadlines kind of thing? They're saying he, he, that Stratton also put his attached his name to the soundtrack before they'd even contracted him to do it mm -hmm. and then had someone else in the mix creating it and then he's involved and it's, it sounds like just an absolute mess like yeah. where he did not have the creative um, freedom that he's used to mm -hmm. yeah. well that and then you say they they used a bunch of music that he had created just as like kind of experimental stuff to find the sound that he wanted. He's like, it was never intended to be actually used in anything. It was just sim him riffing essentially. Right. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And like, I will never understand why, why would Marty and the people at id treat Mick that right. way? There's obviously yeah. more strange. We don't know. Yeah. Well, cause it's like, when you think about, like consistently ever since doom 2016 came out everyone was like you know there's like the memes of like oh when the doom music kicks in right like like mick gordon was pretty essential to making doom yes. 2016 as as cool and badass as it was mm -hmm. and i i might have brought it up on the pod before but there was like that gdc talk that mick did in like 2018 or 17 i think where he goes through the process of how he found the sound for for doom 2016 mm -hmm. and it's like really fascinating and you can see like blood sweat and tears right like this guy put a lot of effort into finding the sound finding the right rig setting up his whole pedal matrix to get that that dirty industrial sound going on this wasn't just like a one-off sort of 
you know, eh, doom, whatever, like I'll put some metal in there and be done. Right. This was like a, like a project for him, like a, a true, mm -hmm. like close to his heart sort of thing. So to see him put that much effort into doom 2016 and then be treated this way for doom eternal, it, it leaves a pretty bad taste in your mouth, you know? Yeah. Well, it's weird that like you go from a game that has a, a highly praised soundtrack, right. And everybody's talking about it and you're like, okay, we're doing a sequel, but we're not going to involve the person who created some of the most chatter about it. Like that is, I don't understand the politics there from like a, just from a straightforward perspective. Like why would you not want to replicate that again by giving him everything that he needs? Yeah. And also why start shit when there are receipts? That's yeah. something that has continued to baffle me as well. We know we've seen it recently with the Bayonetta voice actor stuff. And, you know, this obviously has a larger, like, lead time to it. But, you know, once again, it's like, well, here's the receipts. And the people who made the most noise are also the ones that are the worst. Well, and being yeah. offered a six-figure sum to stay quiet and mm -hmm. turning that down says a lot about, like, how much he cares about what he's creating. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. Like, I think there's a reason why Marty was using that perfectionist artist type of thing, because I think it's there's a bit of that that's kind of believable with Mick, only because of how much effort he puts into his work. Right. But then to twist that in a way to make him look bad, like he's the reason why we had these troubles with the Doom Eternal soundtrack is pretty sleazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's... I'm guessing he will have no future involvement in the Doom series, unfortunately. You think so? Yeah, huh? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, bold, bold claim. Hopefully, I mean, if it, if he does not have any uh, further interaction, hopefully that means that some other game series can be graced by his talents. Mm -hmm. Metal, metal, metal health too, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it can good. hire Marty O'Donnell. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then the two two. Forgot about that whole together. saga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. I think that it's. I'm. I'm glad that this is coming out. That you know, uh, Mick put out this statement only because I feel like since it kind of is it slander or libel. I should know the difference. Slander, right? Libel is written. Slander libel? is spoken. There yep. you go. Uh, I think it was a bit of both. A little, but since you know, putting out like it put out its statement it's kind of made like i don't know if they've necessarily blacklisted mick i mean i know he's produced albums since then right so it's not like he doesn't have work but there was that weird energy of like oh like if if he was if he couldn't deliver on deadlines for doom then why would i want to work with him kind of feeling mm. but now this kind of clears that air a bit you know <laughs> yeah it's like that it's like the difference in what's happening in like the job market at the moment it's not that people don't want to work or that he can't hit a deadline it's, but when you make the deadline impossible then yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to hit yep yeah especially when you put him in an environment where he can't even feel like he has creative control over mm -hmm. a thing that is very creative yeah. like like it's music you know and it feels like one of those things where like Doom was more successful than they probably anticipated, right? Like, mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden, you know, it's a thing. Like, obviously, Doom's been around forever, but it was like, eh, a new Doom comes out, it's all right, kind yeah. of for a while. It's like, eh, Doom's mm -hmm. still around was always a feeling. But Doom 2016 comes out, it's like, holy shit, Doom is fucking the best again. 
mm-hmm. and amazing. And now all of a sudden, like it's like, oh man, we have to protect the thing, the thing that's making money. So then all the dumb fucks that think they know what they're doing come in and start trying to police what's going on when they're not the ones that had anything to do with the success, really. <laughs> that's what this feels like to me. Where it's like, oh, we got to protect the thing. An yeah. executive walking into a room saying like, so this creative thing you did was yeah. really fantastic and we want to build a formula so we can do that exact creative yes, exactly. thing again. Mm-hmm. So that's how <laughs> these work. All the creativity. That's right. We need a percent yeah. of this and a little, a little percent of that. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's how you that do doot doot. Yep. <laughs> no, exactly 1.05% uh, doot doot. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to take a long time before we see any more come out of this. Because, I mean, think about it. This was two years, yeah. at least, right, since the release. So, and everything in the legal system and court system works very slowly. So, I don't know if we're going to see anything, like, any developments anytime soon. But it does leave me curious about where Id's next move is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a black eye on the Doom series. Yep, at the moment. I mean, is it something your your casual fan is gonna know about? Fucking no, no, no. But um, it's definitely, it definitely sucks. Yeah, yeah. Kind of makes you wonder what else might be going on mm-hmm. beyond just this yeah. one incident. That, or I mean, like it, you know, it's it definitely will make. I would assume the uh, people making creative decisions think about what they're doing a little differently, probably. Mm-hmm. Turns out if you treat people like people when you work with them, less drama will probably stir up. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. I keep telling Rut that. Yeah. I've been um, trying to get it through to him, but it's okay. Rut, my twit longer will be coming out tomorrow. Uh, Elon's replacing those. So. Oh, no. Uh, you have to go to media. <laughs> yeah. I have to pay uh, yeah. $8. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait for the, the next version of Twitter Blue that uh, creates giant lawsuits. Mm hmm. Jesus. Uh, our last bit of news for this week uh remedy has announced that they are working on control 2 they are going to be co-developing and co-publishing it with 505 games uh control is that one really cool game with the sick metal at the end of it um scp the game what scp okay Uh, i see i know what you thought you heard (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck Uh, ICP? No. Well, okay. actually, that's that's better. That's better. That's much better than what he thought he heard. Yeah. Well, I I was referencing the the database of weird weird entities that people have been making online. I don't yeah. know what you guys are talking about, but we should probably move. Well, on. That, that's also about weird databases online, strangely enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Control probably remedies most successful project. Easily most successful. Easily. Easily. Uh, hey, how dare you slander Alan Wake and his fucking I was about flashlight. To say, come on. Yeah, there is dozens is of fans out there. Yeah, there are dozens of them. I'm not one of them. But Bam. It's, I'm sorry. Control is by far the most popular. <laughs> yeah, no, Control is easily the best game they've made so far, at least in terms of mainstream appeal, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> sure. it's gotten the most, like, buzz. And I'm, I haven't seen sales numbers, but I'm willing to bet uh, it probably sold. Sure, it sold pretty but, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also one that's been re-released like 12 times yeah. and also on all the streaming platforms. And at this point, if you have not played and enjoyed Control, 
you are like you know willfully yeah. avoiding it. <laughs> it was in like a humble bundle once too mm -hmm. it goes on sale pretty regularly such a good game it was free yeah. on epic at one point i mean it's a pretty good game it is pretty good i i think i remember at first some problems was, yeah there was a little bit of uh talk about how it kind of underperforms like you know performance wise and uh on like last gen consoles or something along those lines or like not the ps4 pro and the xbox one you know uh but i mean i imagine now right like after patches and next gen systems like yeah powerful pcs right it probably runs pretty well um this is compared to what well, the original title had a less than 30 million euro budget and now the sequel is having a 51 million dollar budget so almost double the the budget yeah. not necessarily going to mean double the size of the game or whatever i mean it's not always one-to-one -one, right but they have more money to work with here i wonder where they can take the story because kind of like you you end up and i mean spoilers you end up and you're like the one in charge yeah so maybe it's a new character and you try to take down oh take jesse down yeah oh, that'd be interesting God. no <laughs> maybe it's a prequel and you learn about her her brother going insane I that'd be the wor that'd be make me the least interested it possibly could. The worst part of that game is the stupid story they tried to sell about the brother and sister. They were oh, so awful. what about what about if it's the origins of the fridge? Mm. There we go. That's a better game. Yeah. <laughs> or or maybe they open up a a, a a secret portal or something that breaks and it it makes the whole world the tower. So now it's open world and you have to travel all around and and close rifts. And it's open, and you have to climb towers to discover more of the map. You just described Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, the worst one. <laughs> Patrick Stewart gets killed right away. Mm. Maybe Patrick Stewart will be in this one too. Mm. Yeah, I think keeping the Metroidvania feel would hopefully be in the best interest, though. Making mm. it like a if they made it like a campus kind of thing, not like singular building, but like campus kind of the same way that there was that slow expansion between like Arkham Asylum to Arkham City. Yeah. Like it was bigger, but they still kept everything as dense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I was kidding. I don't think this game would improve at all if it went to like a full open world formula. I feel like that would absolutely ruin not. the magic. Get worse. Because probably one of the best parts of control is how much it, it fucks with your head and perception. Because like the, yeah. the areas are so small and dense that it's one of those things where like you look away from something and you look back and it's totally different, like within just a few seconds, right? Yeah, the atmosphere is so important, just like no, I'm not gonna say impossible, it's so difficult to get something that's really great in an open world setting. Mm -hmm. for what they want to go with because like, it is creepy it's a little horror-y sometimes but like yeah. when i think of arkham knight which was super open world the best parts of it were the the story bits when it was all contained in small sections yeah. right i feel like that is the kind of stuff i want to see more of control not i don't i don't want a control mobile Yes. I was going to make a joke. What if it's a cart racer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> DLC Alan Wake rolls in on a little buggy. <laughs> yeah, they mean control of your I'm car. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah maybe it's not even control too. It's called handling or something. Just trying to keep your car and run, uh, maintaining the lane. Don't, mm -hmm. don't go outside your lane. That's the game. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and you have to drive under 30 miles per hour. You have to follow the speed limit like oh, a good God. citizen. Yeah. Or your car explodes. <laughs> Dude. Go watch speed. Like the opposite of speed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slow. Slow the game. A speed game would be fucking wild. I don't know how you'd do it. It'd be great. Gotta be a way. Probably. probably be a driving game. One, but... yeah, I mean, that could even be like a game mode in Forza, right? Oh, it, that it, would it, actually be kind of funny. It is right? a game mode in GTA. Ah, of course it is. Of course. What well, isn't? Yeah, I was going to say, what isn't? That's yeah, also surprised. very true. I'm surprised they don't have their own Pokemon yet in there. Yeah. Oh, Another I don't want to see GTA's take on Pokemon. That would be amazing. No. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. You'd play it. No. <laughs> it would be it'd be like some commentary on slavery where you're catching people. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. That's what it would I be. I don't want that. <laughs> Something awful. Oh, yeah. If you don't Congrats. Wait. You caught a prostitute. <laughs> you're like, cat backwards. <laughs> no. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Are you? Okay. Wasn't that just Watch Dogs Legion? Oh, shit. I guess kind of, yeah. Uh, oh, no. A <laughs> little bit. Well, uh, Control 2, we'll have to just keep an eye on that, right? Like, I don't think there, was, there wasn't any announcement of, like, even a release window or anything. So no. we're just kind of waiting it's for more news. The, well. It's the announcement of it the seems, announcement. It seems like yeah. it was one of those, like, boy, Alan Wake Remastered didn't do so well. Like, be nice to have some positive news about us <laughs> coming out. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Alan Wake 2 is maybe around a corner oh, of a thing. corner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe he'll uh, upgrade, upgrade his flashlight to like a Coleman lantern or something. It'll be really cool. So excited for it. Yeah. Anyway, Control 2 should be fun. I would yeah, say. It just does more mind bending, bending weird shit. That's mm -hmm. all. I'm, I'm good for that. I want to be unsettled for approximately eight hours yeah or, or maybe even 10. Ooh, mm. i like that yeah Whoa. that's what 20 million dollars get you we also talk about since we've talked about chris pratt a lot the fact that cliff right. wazinski tweeted out this week keep chris pratt away from the gears franchise <laughs> with the netflix announcement of the the i think it's a movie um I mean, at this point if it doesn't go to batista i think everyone's gonna everyone's gonna stay away from it well people are probably gonna stay away from it regardless let's be yeah. honest yeah did you see the like sizzle reel that batista put out this week too <laughs> yeah like yeah. opening the crate and putting the armor on and i was like this doesn't happen no well I, you know the netflix let uh henry cavill go so yeah that's, well, he, that's true he has bigger superman boots to fill though what's batista doing that said, Batista's Stuber been in a couple two? Netflix films, so... Yeah, I mean, they're not making a Blade Runner 2050 anytime soon. He's not going to be in that. But, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 4? Oh, no, wait. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, let's talk about some games. Stretch, you've been playing the Dying Light 2 DLC. Yeah, by, it's the Bloody Ties DLC. This is the first mm. time I hopped back into the game since I played it at launch. Now literally first, hopped, right? And like jumped over and Yeah, hopped, jumped did over, it. did did you know forward tumbles, had right. a paraglider, everything. So the first hour was me relearning the fucking controls. <laughs> <laughs> I died so many fucking times. That was bad. Like fall um, de fall deaths? Oh yeah, hundred percent. 
No, it's like after the first like two hours in the game, you never die to the zombies. You die because you think, yeah, I can make that jump, and then you don't make that jump. <laughs> um, but so this this bloody ties DLC, um, it has a very awkward initial hook. It's just kind of like a, hey, we've been hearing about some Fight Club thing, go check it out, or like you know, uh, be noticed so that you can get an invite to the main place, uh, Carnage Hall. And they kind of, you know, introduce a new NPC kind of shittily. And you've just, you've really got to bite that hook. Um, the hook's not going to be appetizing, but you've got to bite the hook. Mm, notice me, senpai. Yeah, once you get to Carnage Hall, though, um, the story is fantastic. It's, you know, its own new area. The Carnage Hall itself is, um, you know, they do the very basic thing of like, we've introduced an arena and you've got like different tiers of challenges for killing zombies, multi-stage objective pieces, parkour challenges and stuff. Um, and I honestly thought going into the DLC that that would kind of be it. But there's this whole plotline going on with this other NPC that you met and his father and like, you know, his, uh, the, the NPC's older brother died at Carnage Hall, yada yada. So your main aim is to get to rank number one and fight and beat the champion Skullface. Mm. But you can either just like go straight through those those challenges and finish the DLC, or there is a shit ton of side quests that are all interlinked and teach you more about the characters at Carnage Hall, this family, um, you know, that the, the, the father used to be the champion before this new owner took over and turned it from what was like a respectable fight club and turned it into like the blood guts death like you mm. know caesar thumbs down you're gonna fucking die um the whole thing really reminded me of the glitz pit from paper mario the thousand year door i don't know if any of you guys have played uh, um, in a long time yeah same and i feel like a dying light 2 to paper mario thousand year door comparison is not something i expected while waking it's, up in the morning today but yeah hey. it's it's a weird one but it's that idea of like so many games will have like a we're gonna enter you into this competition and all they do is have you do the competition that's it nothing more you're you're gonna fight people in a row and that's it but the way that all of this other story fleshes out the the tournament pretty much as its own character um and then you have the side quest where you're like getting the old champion's armor if you want to or deciding if you want to be helping this guy to beat um skull face or whether you want to try to get him to like leave so that he stays safe um that it's just a really a really solid um narrative it loops really well it, it is its own, you know, little, little sequestered away, tightly knit uh, story. And they fucking nailed it. Nice. So you're, you're saying that it's a better story than the OG game? Definitely. And it's, yeah. it's only like a four or five hour story. Mm -hmm. um, so very, very tight knit, very small uh, thing to get into. But absolute blast. I care more about you know, for what started as a really clumsy hook, I cared way more about all of those characters by the end of those four to five hours than I did for anyone in the base game. 
<laughs> is it one of those things where if you didn't beat the base game you wouldn't care as much about it or are these like totally separate like totally no separate things and no blood ties to the to the og game yeah it's it's its own totally encapsulated story off to the side um at one point you make a very slight reference to the main character's sister who he hasn't seen in years mm. um and that ties into the that ties into the main plot but it's like you already knew that by the time you finished the prologue when this would unlock for you if you just like started it as a brand new game right interesting well i'm kind of surprised honestly because i feel like the the dlc sort of kind of went under the radar for me like it just mm -hmm. kind of you know yeah. like no one really noticed it and then i'm glad to hear that it's actually like pretty decent and I worth mean, firing up the game for in all honesty if if sam hadn't reached out I, I wouldn't have noticed <laughs> that the DLC was coming out. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it's a good show. <laughs> and when does that come out again? Oh, that's out. Uh, that came oh, out on yeah. the 10th. Oh, wow. So that's mm -hmm. how under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I still can't believe Dying Light 2 came out this year in February, right? Like it was, it wow, was, was that this year? God, yeah, this has it was been a long a year. Yeah, like it was yeah. around Horizon 2. Huh. Was that this year too? And, and yeah. yeah. And there was like one other big game around that time, I feel like. Because I remember that time also felt very busy, like lots of games going on. That was like Elden Ring time around then. God, too. you know what this tells me? The fact that we're all so flabbergasted about all of these great games that came out this year. Can't wait for this year's quiz episode. <laughs> Oh no! Is <laughs> one of the questions going to be like, which of these games didn't come out in 2022? Maybe I like pick something from like late December 2021 just mm -hmm. to fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dying Light 2 Blood Ties, right? The DLC you can yeah. grab it on well, any bloody platform. Ties. Bloody Ties. That the uh, DLC is out on whatever platform. Bloody Ties. Yep, it's out on everything. There you go. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok on you and I have been playing a bit of it. Just a bit. You're shaking your head vigorously. I'm just trying to narrate for the people I've at home. Playing playing it. Yeah. Right. And how do you like it? Is it as boy as you expect it to be? On a scale of boy to dad, it's pretty, it's pretty dad. So boy sucks. What the fuck does that yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're saying boy no. sucks. Dad is good. No, boys, boys got a lot to learn. Yeah, well, so does teacher. dad, though. Dad does have a lot to learn. He does. Yeah. But what dad has to teach to boy is <laughs> don't fucking die. And I'm going to teach you how not to die. So I feel like what dad has to teach is pretty important. Yeah, but boy is also... immediate. What boy has to teach is long-term goals. Yeah, well, yeah, dad my... is... Dad My dad taught boy, me not to run into traffic as well. So. Exactly. Dad teaches boy don't die, and boy no. teaches dad how to live. That's right. That's the Beautiful. story of God of War Ragnarok. Beautiful. Thank you. It sounds like this discussion is trying to get around some fictitious DMCA filter. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, Ragnarok's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening to our show. Pretty good. It, uh, so far, I'm like 13 14 hours in or whatever mm -hmm. not a lot of new in terms of how you engage with the game there's plenty of yep. new story plenty of new things going on the the world like everything that's happening in the game is exponentially bigger than the first one 
but it still is very like i don't think i've run across a new move yet genuinely uh like a new combat move yeah something like that you need to do i was just thinking about that right before we start talking about it. I was like you know i don't know if there's any i'm probably wrong but well so what i feel like is they they've retooled the combat a little bit so it's like it's simultaneously less complicated but also they give you more options you can, like, you can do a lot of stuff yeah like i remember in the first game so you know you had those runic attacks which are like special abilities that have like a really mm -hmm. fucking long cooldown <laughs> and one of them for the chaos blades was like you hook into someone and you pull yourself toward them and it was like okay that's really neat but i never used it in the first game because it has like a like a 80 yeah. second cooldown or some shit like that's just not useful and in ragnarok they've just said okay if you just normally hook into someone and hold down the button you just you yeah i guess yeah, yeah. like you jet right to them right so that's just an ability yeah now it's not even a cooldown it's like that's so you you useful. get to thwip at people like spider-man <laughs> yes you can pull yourself toward them or if you don't hold it down you pull them to you so it's oh it's so double it's either either and spider-man Spider or scorpion <laughs> yes exactly in general they've definitely uh the chain blades have shown up a lot more as like little whip things throughout yeah the game yeah like one thing um, I really appreciate is that since you get the blades in the beginning, they actually incorporate the blades in all the platforming because then yep. they, don't, they don't have to hide it, right? There's no like secret about, yeah. oh, the blades don't, he doesn't have the blades, he abandoned them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it makes all the platforming so much faster. Like there are some walls that are like too tall to climb up. So you'd either have to climb up it slowly, like it would in the old game, or now they just give it so you just like whip up to the top with the chain blades and just like yeah. It was it was right on up. the podcast that I was talking about how every action character is just moving towards being Batman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly so so Kratos has a grappling hook now. He's he's, <laughs> he's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and the chain blades at some point, I wouldn't be surprised if he turns into Spider Man. Because uh, you do a big old swingy do. Uh, I'm I'm 35 hours in because I was no. sick while playing it, so I just had nothing yeah. else to do, and no I haven't yet. I haven't seen anything like Spider-Man. Oh, maybe this is this will be for God of War, you know, re resurrection when Atreus goes back to bring Kratos back to life, and he comes back as Spider-Man Kratos. Maybe yeah, and he's he's younger and he quips now. He's, not yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's just a marvel he's, character now he's like he's like dmc dante but for god more yeah <laughs> he has like a wig and he takes it off a trance in the modern day just played, with like headphones by, on <laughs> yeah, they they bring in chris hemsworth to play the new kratos yeah there you go and but not thor no not thor, not thor. No, they get um that no, guy. That was going to be a funny Vin, joke, but the name Vin, totally Vin disappeared. Vin Diesel? Mm. Vin Diesel? No, no, the other Chris. Chris Pratt? Yeah, Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt comes back as fucking Kratos. <laughs> well, now I'm imagining Vin Diesel as Kratos, and that's because they're both, they're, both of them are about family, just in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's, I mean, what is God of War if not a Fast and Furious spinoff? <laughs> in a way. Exactly. Exactly. Wait, I, um, yeah. I'm gonna need you to elaborate further <laughs> for me. I don't. I don't know enough about fan. Uh, I almost said Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Fast and Furious to get into. Should uh, sit down and, and learn. Yeah, Fast I'm and trying Furious to think of what born. to say about Ragnarok without spoiling. Because what the what yeah. I really well, enjoy about like, Ragnarok is the story, and there's a ton of cool shit happening. Agreed. Just like, hey, talk about the first like three hours, two hours. Okay, well, 
first, first I want to. The first hour is fucking rad. It is. I want to loop first hour. That works. I want to loop back to the Batman comment real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yes, he he has more like quote unquote gadgets, but I think my favorite thing about where Kratos is now, and this isn't going to spoil anything. So he's like, you know, in the first game, he's very gruff, right? Because he's a kind of broken man. His wife just died, and like now he's a single father who doesn't know how to be a human let alone be a father right so he he's just really like he's having a tough time with it and i feel like now you know after his character arc in god of war 2018 he has a batman energy to him like like in his personality like that. that he's very yeah, he has his yeah. atreus like, is just robin i guess yeah atreus <laughs> is kind of like robin and he's kind of like batman where he's a man of few words yeah. he, but like everything he says is very poignant and yeah. Like you know, there's it's very curtain powerful. Well, that or yeah, or just a trace will ask him a very earnest question, and he'll just say no. And the trace yeah. like, well, I guess that's the end of that discussion. Yeah, <laughs> about like, like, hey, is it like cool to like kill your enemies or something? He's like, uh, yes, of course, or something like that. And yeah. it's like, all right, end of that, I guess. Right, and and I think <laughs> the writers have done a really good job of making Kratos like accidentally funny. Like he's not yeah. he's not a funny person, but he's funny yeah. to laugh at. Like there are moments where like Atreus cracks a joke and it's like a really bad joke. And oh yeah. and then there's dead silence and then Atreus says, like, that was a joke, guys. And Kratos just says, Are you sure? Or are you certain? <laughs> and like, right. The way he delivers it. It's yeah. he's like earnestly asking, like, was that a joke or not? But just the way he says it. Yeah. So their relationship is great. Yeah. So that's so that's the going back to Dave Bautista. That's the Drax humor. Yes, like the, the that joke went over your head. Yeah, yeah he's, no, he's very... <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of over your head. But Kratos is just so extremely serious at all times. That's mm -hmm. no, nothing else matters except we're being serious. Like, boy, you have to survive, you fucking idiot. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to train now. That's basically, all that he is, you're fucking stupid. Like, you must live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so the first three-ish hours of the game, I like. I think let's let's end it there. So if you haven't played the first three-ish hours, yeah. expect some spoilers. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor and Odin, o Odin alone. Odin's fucking. Odin's the best character <laughs> in video games. <laughs> Odin is pretty good. I did not expect. So this is skipping ahead a bit of what happens in it. But Odin shows up. You see Odin in the first hour and a half of the yeah. game. Yeah, you yeah. see and he like, he oh. shows up at. Uh, uh, Kratos, Kratos. Kratos' house, and he walks in. He's fucking Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, dude. <laughs> just <laughs> walks in like, like he's, he's an the Italian best. monster. Yeah, yeah. Like this, the way like I said in our Slack, I said well, I didn't expect Odin to be a fucking wise guy, and it was not <laughs> making a pun on like Odin. Blah, no, it's like he's a fucking mobster wise guy. Yeah, like he he's the kind of guy who will say like, oh, you want to get some kind of fucking wise guy here? Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's so good. Like he's just. Yeah, I guess it's uh, like I'm sure part of it was like he's so overly confident because he's he's fucking one in everything he's ever done his yes. entirety of his existence. Mm -hmm. And he's got everybody so under his thumb that he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah. And it, that's how he walks in, just this confident. And he's just cracking wise and talking shit. And it's not what I was expecting at all. That's cool. I expected him to be this big brooding asshole. And he's not yeah. that in any way. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he does fit that story. What I find so fascinating about him, right, is that 
all the stories you hear about him in 2018, like he sounds like a right prick, right? Like yeah. Mimir does not have a nice word to say about Odin. Even if Odin's telling the truth, he's using it to lie to you or something like that, right? Like no matter what quote unquote good you think Odin's doing, it's always to manipulate you. Yeah. And I feel like that is such a believable trait with the way the actor performs Absolutely. this version of Odin. Because he's the guy so that, nice. Uh, plays right. him, uh, what's, I got to look up the actor's <laughs> name. If you guys, if you, if anybody liked The West Wing, it's Toby. He was in it. Right? Yeah. It's Toby from The West Wing. No. I can't remember the actor's name. I think it's Harris, but I can't remember his first name. He's so fucking good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Like, like, I mean, for, for context, like when you first meet him, so like 2018 ends with, you know, Thor at your door, right? Like thunder raining down. And then he pulls out a bottle of mead and it's like, can I come in? Like, they're just having yeah. a friendly chat. And then Odin comes in and he just wants peace. Like he's trying to negotiate peace with Kratos. You know, it's like, that's the kind of approach. That's the first thing you see of Odin. And I feel like that's super undermined any expectation I had because I expected like right where it ends in 2018, it pick back up with the big ass fight. Yeah. But instead it was oh. this introduction to character yeah. moment. It's great it, to back it up a little bit. Where it does introduce you is Freya is still pretty mad. You killed her son, yeah, um, and she's trying to kill Kratos, and that's where it starts. It's him just like, "Hey, we're having a day," and it's like, "Oh shit, fucking Freya's here, run!" And because like, Kratos doesn't want to kill her, he's like, he feels bad. He's like, "I'm not. Yeah. I want to kill you." Um, and uh, anyway, how so that's, it... that's the little action thing that starts. So Freya's still pissed at you. Yes. At Kratos. How has how has Freya's voice acting been? Very good. Excellent. Pretty good. Yeah. Excellent. Like the voice really, across the board is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All Freya good. is pretty great. Like you see her later in the game too. And we're not going to say, you know, much what about happens. that, but yeah. yeah, but everything she's in there, like she goes through some pretty tough character moments and it's mm -hmm. all very yeah. like believable. And... Her, her character is like definitely in the roughest spot. Like mm -hmm. she's basically at the, the moment of, of Kratos, like, at the beginning of God of War, the series, like that's where she's at right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, yeah, like he's like, uh, I'm, she's like, I want to kill the fucking gods, like everybody. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the most brilliant things about the writing in this game is that, in some ways, it can feel a little bit like there are too many characters because there are a lot there's of quite characters. A few. And that's introduced, introduced some already. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and they're introducing even guys? more. Yeah. yeah, but even then, what is so great about it is you can see parallels with these new characters into like different chapters in Kratos's life. Yeah, and this game brings in more of Kratos's past, like his older yes. games, like the ones before 2018. So you hear more stories about what he was like in Greece, but you can tell that he doesn't want to talk about it because he's ashamed of that chapter in his life. But you yeah. see flashes of that that old character in other characters throughout the game which is really interesting yeah, and it's such a great thing because it's like since 2018 it's obvious that kratos has had he's reflected more well that was the point of the first game partly that he reflected more on being a dad and how to what what that means and it's obvious that he's thinking about his past and what he doesn't want atreus to be based on what he experienced and that's a <laughs> lot of what this game is now talking like getting into bringing up those stories he specifically says as much at some points where he's like i don't want that for him because i know how fucking shit that is yeah and so you get better. some insight into his motivations which are, are pretty pretty great I gotta say, if you had told me back when I was playing God of War 2 for the first time, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. in 2022 we'd be having a deep discussion about how 
Kratos has reflected upon his past since becoming a father and how that journey has shaped him as a as a god man. I would have been the the press X to sex game. Yeah. This this one <laughs> he doesn't want Atreus to do that. Yeah. That's what he's teaching him. It's just it's just so fucking weird to yeah. be like this is a different thing entirely. This is its this is own extremely thing. This different is alternate I mean, even, universe. <laughs> even in 2018, right? It was like this is fucking weird. I mean, it was a great yes. game. It's also fucking weird that this used to be the press X to sex game, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's kind of a, a interesting reflection of how much the industry has kind of grown up in a weird in way. Ten right? years or, from now, yeah. are we gonna be having deep conversations about the latest um, counseling session or, that Leisure Suit Larry has had. Maybe, <laughs> dude. Imagine a redemption story for Leisure Suit Larry. What a oh, fucking monumental task! Like he has to find, <laughs> he has to find all of his children. Oh, I no. don't know. Oh god. No, that would be like a Pikmin clone. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws his kids at walls. Oh, no, I, yeah, we're we're describing that GTA Pokemon right now. <laughs> the yeah. wonderful 101. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, so oh. like the, the best moments of God of War, just like 2018, are those character moments. Like mm -hmm. bosses are fun. They still have amazing set pieces and like cool shit will happen. Speaking of what we're talking about the first three hours, you do fight Thor because obviously Odin I mean, tries to make a deal. And like, well, Kratos says later, he's like, I was genuinely thinking of it because the way Odin words it, it's like pretty fucking generous. He's like, basically, leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Call it good. We're done. Yeah, and Amir's like, don't fucking trust him. Obviously. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, there, there's also one other thing. If you read the journal, one of the things that yeah. clinched uh, Kratos's "I don't want to take this deal" is that part of the deal is Odin says, "I'll also take care of my ex, my ex." Freya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and said Kratos that he was doesn't gonna, want to. Yeah, he doesn't want Freya yeah. to die. He yep. does, she doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, so, so Odin did the equivalent of, "Well, we'll just take a we'll just take a roll of duct tape and we'll split Midgar in two. <laughs> <laughs> well that's what kratos and thor do they they split midgard in two kind of oh fuck <laughs> i mean their fight is pretty fucking cool it, it's very it's great it, it's it is about is it, as cool as the balder that first okay, balder that fight first thing i was gonna ask I'd say is it's like, cooler is it than that one that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's pretty fucking cool. Because I remember, like, that first Balder fight really sets the tone for, like, this is it a does. pretty fucking brutal game. And mm -hmm. that Thor Kratos fight is about about on that, that same. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it does the same thing for this game, but bigger. Yes. It's so. And it. it uh, what's. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thor, obviously, you're going to. He's going to come back in some way. The fight ends with nobody wins, mm -hmm, essentially. Yeah. Well, I guess Thor kind of wins. Because at one point, I guess Thor does basically kill Kratos, but brings him back to life. And it's like, I'm not fucking done with you yet. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that part was so good. He's like, I need, he's like, I need the God of War to come out because you're fucking... <laughs> you suck yeah, you're, so far. Yeah, you're, you're uh, being a weakling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Thor is very much that kind of guy. Like, he's looking for a good fight. Just a That's good time, all he wanted, know? yeah. Because, I mean, if, if you think of it from, like, the character of Thor, he's been the the biggest weapon for Odin forever, and it, nothing has stopped him. So he's basically, like, nothing is challenging to me in life. And the pro the idea of Kratos, who killed a whole fucking pantheon, it's like, like the idea that he's got to be all worked up about that. Yeah. It's a fucking epic fight, the, like, the the scene that got put in that one of those trailers of the uh, Mjolnir and the F Leviathan X clashing together in the air was 
even cooler in the game because other shit happens because of that. Right. And like everything about it was rad. Like it definitely sets you're like sets the tone for the game. It's like, oh, this is already bigger feeling now, and we're, we're yep. just started. <laughs> But once I get done with Pokemon on Friday, maybe I'll start playing on Saturday. There you go. See? That One thing I have seen that I do agree with is that I'm, I got uh, it's the game's a little more hand-holding. It's like figuring stuff out. I've seen a lot of complaints about it on Twitter. Like, yep. it, there's puzzle elements, and it's like you look at it, or you're like looking at the environment, like 30 seconds, like, hey, go try that fucking lever. And it's like, it's, it's I haven't even had even... a chance to look around. It's not even 30 seconds, man. It yeah. feels like 10 seconds and a trade is like, like me, I wonder if that lever does something. Yeah, give me a second here, man. Let me just look yeah. around. I'm just is taking there, it like, in. hints in the optional options or something? No, it's, I, I didn't look, but I was, I was just part of it. Reading around. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it, whoever it's does the next. Yeah, yeah it's, it's stretches annoying. out. <laughs> outside of outside of like cutscenes, just go in and set vo voice volume to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, you yeah. missed out on so much. Spoilers, boy. Oh yeah. One of the, one sure of the great would. things too is that Mimir's with you from the beginning, and oh, like, hell Mimir's yeah. just the best. Well, obviously he's still with you. Yeah. And it's the I best like having a, him around. I need like a Mimir voice for like a Google Maps, yeah. where mm -hmm. in between directions, it's just, great. just telling you a story, like rattling off. I love them now. They're like a trace. Like, hey, tell me the awful the stories of how awful Thor and Odin are. He's like, all right. <laughs> like, here's the well, awful stories about them. Yeah, like there's one dialogue in the beginning where it's like, oh yeah, there's this story and that story and this. They just like rattle it off in like yeah. succession, succession, and it's like, oh, you forgot about this one. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, such shitty people. Right? And it always ends with Kratos is like, shut the fuck up. I'm tired of hearing about them. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. He's really cool and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like all the the returning characters are are great. Like Sindri and Brock are still the best. Mm -hmm. They're doing a lot more. Sindri is in this has been around more uh they're doing some cool stuff with them a, he plays a bigger role i feel like uh, all that's the, what i'm here uh, based on some stuff i see like all the tertiary characters are getting a little bit beefed up you yeah I, lucius fox and alfred yeah yeah that's right yeah i think um there's even a wayne manor now now that you mentioned that kind of kind of yeah. kind of is yeah i feel like um the characters that, that do came. come back is when you when you think about 2018 there's only like what seven or eight main characters right like like it's a pretty small yeah. handful like Not of characters you need to care about to tell the story right yeah. um this one has way more like yeah. i i'm still weighing whether it's to its detriment or not because there are a lot of characters like a a lot <laughs> like almost yeah. too many sometimes um but that does mean the characters that do come back, they are fleshed out in a way. Like even Kratos and Atreus, like, you know, you spend most of your time in the first game with them. You still learn more things about these two characters. About yeah. Well, like Atreus has changed so much because he's grown up and like a lot of things mm -hmm. have happened. Like it's, um, and like I say, like Kratos has changed too. Like it's obvious that the events of the first game have made him have a big perspective change on how he needs to deal with Atreus and like what his life is now. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's it's crazy that it's that it's e that easily apparent that's just tells you how good the writing is like it's it's seamless yeah it's pretty great yeah yeah I, I i don't want to go as far as to say like it's one of the best stories in games yet i think it is it definitely one of the best conveyed stories in the game i feel like the, totally. the way it's delivered to you is excellent 
probably mm-hmm. some of the best storytelling, right? I don't know if the narrative itself is going to stand up to the test of time. I'm because we'll I'm very curious. I'm very curious about the ending of it. I think the ending of this yeah. game is really gonna. Yeah, it's it's sense. gonna. There's so many ways to go. Like the obvious that everybody thinks, oh, Kratos is fucking done, right? He's toast. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they address that as much in the very beginning of the game. It's like yeah. Mimir's like, "Hey, quit worrying about that fucking picture of Atreus holding your dead body, man. Like, you don't know what's gonna happen." Like, <laughs> he says it like right well, away. I mean, it it also sounds like in the first three hours he's already died and come back. So it's just like, uh, it's what true. the fuck he does it matter? What the mm-hmm. fuck does it matter if he saw some, you know, something later on when he dies? He used a Mjolnir as a matter. defibrillator and restarted his heart. <laughs> zap. It's a little zap, a little but, touch and uh, zap. Everything looks so great. Like, uh, not spoiling anything later on. Uh, Trace isn't the only guy that runs around with you as Kratos. Mm-hmm. At points, you'll have different companions that have their own abilities and do things. Hmm. Um, it's not always Robin. Sometimes no. it's Red Hood. That's Sometimes right. it's Batgirl. It's Batgirl, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then uh, there's another spoiler I want to say, but I won't. But right, yeah, yeah. There, there's that surprised me. There's a lot in this game that it's like, oh, that's so fucking cool, but you can't say it because, you know. Well, oh, that one thing I wanted to mention, I saw a lot of people saying, like, it doesn't look that much different than 2018 in terms of visually. And I'm Does, like, there's certain... they use the same boat animations. <laughs> yeah, there's certain yeah. points where it definitely does, but I think that just tells you how fucking a great 2018 looks. But yeah. there's obvious moments that's like, this is a huge upgrade in terms of graphical fidelity out there right. particularly with the lighting and stuff on if you're playing on ps5 i should say yeah i don't know what the difference is on ps4 probably not a lot but mm. uh it, it's it's definitely a, a, a sequel a big sequel that, yeah yeah that definitely i don't know like, it's so hard to not say the stuff the the the, the cool stuff that's <laughs> happening right um, it just does a lot of what 2018 did, but more of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I wouldn't know if I'd say it's better yet. They just they they have at least maintained the same level of craft so far. I think like coming right off of beating 2018 and New Game Plus, go. that's good. Yeah. This, I think the combat in this is better. Yeah, because there's there's enough of it that's streamlined where it's easier to do the thing you want to do. Yeah. But there's enough of it that's wildly different. Like, I think the holding triangle or, or mashing triangle thing. So what you can do is if you hold triangle with a Leviathan axe, you can charge it up and then your next attack will be more frosty and powerful. Um, there are ways later on where you can charge it up faster and more seamlessly and integrate it into combos. Okay. And in the same way, the um, the chains, the chaos blades, you can mash triangle to like start whipping one around in a circle so if you walk up to enemies you're kind of like a buzzsaw which is kind of cool but you're also charging up the flame of the blade and then you can (laughs) do a big like whiplash i'm just imagining it like how how kids fight by just like (laughs) it's kind of that it's (laughs) the simpsons thing yeah it's like i'm gonna keep whirling my arms i'm gonna keep whirling my blade right um so there's that and like that is enough where it's like it's a slight change but it changes the pacing of the combat in a way and it gives you these options where like you can do some pretty cool shit pretty quickly yeah it gives you a lot of tools very quickly too mm-hmm. like pretty much right away you've got the axe and the chaos plates and that's go, cool to so go to town so they don't do the like oh all of your equipment got lost or stolen mm-hmm. 
kind of thing. Not really. You could do like a ton of shit like right off the bat. Yeah, the most they do is they say because of Fimble Winter, a lot of magic and stuff yeah. has like decayed or like your axe isn't okay. in great condition anymore, so you have to re-upgrade it. Okay. Um, but in terms of like the this game assumes that you 100 percented 2018. Yeah. So they talk about how like, oh, you beat all the Valkyries and you did all the things. So they just assume, okay, yeah, you did everything. Like yeah. Kratos and Atreus I'll did take everything. That. I yeah. couldn't beat the final Valkyrie, so I'll I'll take a narrative win. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it counted. Yeah, it counts. It does. She sucked. That you know what's one thing? Now that fight stretch mentions that I have not seen a single. And maybe I don't know why it hadn't popped up. A single trophy pop up for me yet. Yeah, I feel like the trophies are sparse. Like I'm 30 hours in, and I've only gotten like 30 percent of the trophies. I was just something like none of the trophies are difficulty related. Nice. Yeah, which is just like I like the know, way they describe the difficulty levels too. I'll when you first start. Mm. Yeah, and they have quite a few. They have like five of them. These mountains choose from. So yeah. it's quite the. But you can only choose the hardest one, like when you start a game. Like you can't, and then when you choose that one, you can't change it. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. While you're that. playing, yeah. So you're like locked into the hardest of hard difficulties if you choose that. Yeah. yeah. But no, Ragnarok is is very good. It has like, me excited I want, for it. I want to go play it like right now. I, I want to just like get up and. Yeah, I'd rather be do doing that. that right now than talking to you three. <laughs> well, then how about? I think that's a great, <laughs> <it's> like, <just laughs> great, good, a good little cut. Yeah, just take us this away, the, Scrappy. This is the part of the podcast where you just hear a whole bunch of like Discord disconnect noises <laughs> in a row. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we do wrap up, I do want to give a little bit of a tease. We are actually going to be interviewing the uh, voice actress for Freya, uh, yeah. Danielle Basuti. And yet I gave you guys a hook 20 minutes ago, and you said yeah, nothing. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, well, I, I wanted to save it for the end. To, okay. A little tease for the, for the real fans who would stick around, right? That's um, right. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that. You can expect that later this week. Uh, we hope it'll be pretty cool. We haven't actually done it yet at the time of this oh, recording. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We yeah, do it in we... a, couple, a, few hour, a couple hours. Still has a chance to be terrible. Thanks. Nope, not uh, just you guys. There. Shut up, Rut. <laughs> uh, and if you did like this show... I never say anything that bad about you. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, you Why love you so mean? Right. Mm. It's okay. We can add it to our twit longer. <laughs> That's right. I like that it's ours now. Yeah. <laughs> First it was yours. Uh, if you enjoy the show, collectively bargain. Please okay, feel we'll, free to leave Scrappy a review. We'll let you finish. Either on Twitter, you can do a twit longer to leave a review for us. We'd really appreciate that. I'm sure Elon Go Musk ahead. would appreciate it as well. Uh, and you can do it either verified or not. We don't care. It's his eight dollars. Um, or you can share the show with your friends. Let them know. Or you can hit the subscribe button if you haven't to get every new episode every week. Um, you can also hit us up on all of our socials. Join the conversation. We're going to be tweeting more often about kind of like you know what we're going to talk about in the show. So. Feel free to join the conversation there. We might read out some of your tweets during the show. So that could be a lot of fun. Uh, and you can also check out techraptor.net for more gaming news, features, reviews, et cetera, throughout the week. But if you want more of this show, stick around. We will be back next Monday. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.